And he's funny. Time for the show. Sometimes faith can feel as cold as winter. And it can look as dark as winter, too. I grew up in the cold in Wisconsin, so I understand being physically cold. But I also understand being spiritually cold, feeling distant from God because of depression, because of sickness, because of friends dying. I feel distance from God often, and I used to fight those feelings, but now I embrace them, and I sit with them. Winter Faith has become my new home. So I created the Winter Faith Podcast, because sometimes faith feels like winter, cold and dead. Let's get into it. Yeah, and when we travel with this story to church communities and we offer them the invitation that death and burying together brings, a lot of times people will tell me, I'm so jealous. I did not have that in my darkest moments. We, that was not what I had. And I almost feel a little bit guilty right in those moments because of the kindness. And then I start to remember any of us can still have it. In this present moment, we can belong. And it's part of risking, risking not turning our face away in those moments, like bearing witness and remaining that's what that's what those women did that's what those men did in our story and it bonded us and grief is happening it's readily happening every day and I, I the cost to not turn away I, I, I appreciate the cost of them not turning away mm-hmm. to something that probably made, made them really uncomfortable sure part of it was probably deeper than their stories innate in their bodies their biggest fear was what I was walking through, birthing a dead child. Oh, like everyone's. I and, mean, I uh, think that that is that is the worst. And and I imagine each one of those women just knew I would not want to be alone. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's what I would come to guess. I think that something of their they are women who are in touch with their bodies, and each of their stories are different. But their greatest fear became the invitation to, uh, to love. And they loved in a way that I feel so indebted to. I, I, it's so hard to explain. But I feel that same likeness when I'm seeing other people risk. Mm-hmm. When I see other women risking in that vulnerable place. I think um, so. So two two thoughts come to me. One, um, because you because you had film from that mm-hmm. time and from Brave's funeral, I remember watching you mm-hmm. walking in and seeing your friends with you mm-hmm. and how embodied you were. Like the grief, you were not mm-hmm. you were not stiff. You were not. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, squared away, put together, tightly holding yourself. It it was just pouring out, and I remember seeing that and just 
feeling so stirred inside by the permission. Mm -hmm. Just, I, it, it was, um, beautiful. It was provoking, Mm -hmm. um, inside then what that sort of represents inside the church and i think what you're describing and i think this is something where you and i find ourselves together is just this women want more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. women want more Mm -hmm. but we're so hesitant to articulate it and and i think it's often met with um skepticism Mm -hmm. or sort of a fear you know I know I have found myself feeling like I've I've been watched almost at times Mm -hmm. Hmm. um like uh, like they want it but how oh you know it feels a little scary and like don't know how to get there and it's not the norm it's not what's being richly regularly offered and cultivated Mm -hmm. Particularly, and I mean, what I feel like I can speak to most from my own experiences in uh, in evangelical Christian circles. Circles. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think already we are in a society that teaches us to um, be jealous of or compare to the other woman, man, the other story. So I think we're set up immediately in that. And yet, in the Christian world, when we look at the women in the Bible, when we look at the women who took Jesus off of the cross and prepared his body for death, I mean, there's just a sisterhood. There's a sisterhood of we know how to birth and bury if we trust our bodies. It's not something we want to do or like to do. Um, well, and again, so much working against it because there there is this there's this sense Christy in in how you uh, how you attended to brave how your mm-hmm. friends attended to brave that mm-hmm. feels like we're a hundred years ago mm-hmm. we're a hundred years ago before death was clean and quickly put away yes. and sanitized and and contained. Yes. And you don't need to even see the body, yes. much less yeah. be with the body, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think that's part of what's so provoking mm-hmm. and, um, and almost like, like a waking up that, that there is goodness. Right, and a waking up to that longing that we have because I, I would, I, I mean, I, even as you're saying that story, Hayden, our pastor, she was there, and I, I wasn't that close to her at that time. I would not have called her, I mean, a friend, but not a not a best friend or anything, and she's in the hospital, and I remember I couldn't stare at Brave's face any longer. We kept him for 12 hours, and his skin was changing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, death mm-hmm. takes on this gray, right. bluish, cold hue to right. the skin, and I couldn't, I just as a mother, I couldn't look away and Hayden um, didn't have children at that time. And the risk for me to ask her, would you just hold him? And I was so embarrassed that I couldn't, I couldn't look at him anymore. Mm -hmm. 
I needed a break and I needed her to hold him and to trust her hands to do that and hold him. Something in our relationship was happening in that moment. It's this holy of holy Um, It feels so life or death in that moment. Well, because it was life and death in that moment. Mm -hmm. And that may feel far away for women who don't have someone in their hospital rooms with them. Mm -hmm. But I do believe as soon as we share those stories with intentional space with another and we bare their eyes and we let them stand next to our shame and our fear and our embarrassment and our, our, our when we are afraid, like there's something that, that bonds in those moments. And that's why I do think we as women know that if we listen, it does awaken, it can awaken jealousy, but I think even more than that, it can awaken longing. And that longing is ready for the taking, I believe. Well, and two things are happening in that moment, and it's so, you know, we have a whole other conversation that it's your your woman pastor, mm-hmm. right, that, that is in that space with you. It just feels so good of God that 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 was what your story was at that point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. But it took both of you because it took her. She, she's moving in. Mm-hmm. She's letting you know, like, she's there. She's not demanding anything or asking, but she is just there. Mm-hmm. And that's a risk for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then there was the risk for you and asking mm-hmm. her, will you? Like, mm-hmm. what a, like, tender... Certainly, she's never been asked before, right? Right, right. To hold a woman's dead baby, mm-hmm. and, and and even like you said, maybe a pastor has been asked that, but I would even say she hadn't in that moment. I mean, I and the women who continued to come in were they were not pastors. They were they were just in a sense. How do you, I mean? Lay. They were just women. They were just women who had bodies who knew the fear and the grief of loss or the potential fear of loss. But yes, you're right. No one had asked her yet in her life to okay. hold a dip. So belonging has this reciprocity mm-hmm. to yes. it, right? The belonging has this reciprocity. And that's a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a giving and there's a receiving. Yeah. Of, of you just as you are. Yeah. Of her just as she is. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was enough. Yeah. It was... The reciprocity was so holy. And I, I think it is. It's key to belonging. Mm-hmm. So where will we as women push past our jealousy and our desire into our longing? And then what are we giving? What are we risking? Mm-hmm. Where's the, where is the vulnerability of reciprocity and the bravery of risk to be known and to know the other one? It is not comfortable. That's actually probably one of the signs is when you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the presence. And you could just easily turn away and say, let me know what you need. Let me bring 
a meal and drop it off on your porch? How about, how about come in my bathroom and hand me, mm-hmm. and I tell this story, but hand me cabbage leaves to put on my breast that are so sore and engorged and I have no baby to feed and I'm trying to dry myself up. Come into that place mm-hmm. where my bleeding, broken body, and, and there there is so much risk there. All of it feels so risky, and and again, you know, so risky in in our context, in our culture today, where what has been cultivated is something, I think, isolated, mm-hmm. uh, unemotional, mm-hmm. um, uh, like a privacy mm-hmm. that. Uh, that kind of has this like do not disturb, don't come in. Mm-hmm. Again, Christy, I I do we know from the story that you've shared, right? That you were getting there was some of this that was being passed down to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and not Something, everyone has that. No, and I you know I I I wonder and this is probably, you know, a conversation for for another episode, but that belonging, that sistering, that sisterhood um, for women who have had sisters, is that different for than it is for women who have not had sisters? Mm-hmm. And maybe it depends on, you know, what was the culture inside your home? Mm-hmm. But... Um, I can think I my own girls because I have four take risks with one another mm. that I wouldn't have taken. I mean, and I grew up without any sisters. Right. So there's something. There is something. There's something in that belonging that comes to be known mm-hmm. in in sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And I think we're trying to say like it extends beyond shared DNA. Right. It's it's meant for all women, and it's part of what has been lost, has been lost, and and maybe or maybe taken. True, and again, a whole nother place to start talking about that. But how is the recipe that we're offering women risk and reciprocity? Yes, and how so then the, that becomes sort of, you know, maybe our takeaways from from this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just, will you? Will you begin to wonder for yourself about risk and reciprocity and where you have it, where you don't have it, um, where you ache for it? Maybe just even like, what, what does it mean to you? So for the women that are listening to us, what does it mean to you to hear us talk about risk? What comes up for you? And what comes up for you when we say reciprocity? What's your experience of reciprocity? Mm-hmm. What kind of words would you put for it, for that, mm-hmm. for and yourself? My, and my guess is that if we are aware of where evil marks us, our deepest desire to be sistering mm-hmm. has also probably been marked to where we are siloed. Oh, and, and yes. isolated. And, and, and we just have to name that part of our story. And the risk may be scarier mm-hmm. for that person. Um, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. 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 Thank you for just 
sharing so generously. Mm-hmm. I do long for all to know the God that met me in my deepest grief and my darkest days. And I do believe as a church and as a community, that's what we are called to and even more called, invited. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this show today, everybody. I just want to give a few shout-outs. Today's music, the one and only Josh Cleveland. Today's artwork and all the Winter Faith, artwork and digital design, Dominique Montaigne. The intro was done by Scarlet Fox. And I am just grateful to be creating and editing this podcast. My name is Andy Frazier. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Winter Faith Podcast. Subscribe subscribe on all those platforms. And also we are on Patreon if you would like to support the show. And also leave a review on iTunes at The Winter Faith Podcast. Thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you.